Yeah, can you just double check your internet connection because you keep freezing? I'm. I don't see myself freezing. You're seeing me freezing. Of course you don't. No, yeah, you're, you're not going to see yourself freeze necessarily. Well, I don't see it's, any of you guys pausing. It's stuttering. Am I sure? And my internet connection is at the highest it can what? be right now. Okay, you wait think we're lying? Two people, yeah, two people. No, I'm, not just, saying, <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you're, you're lying. You're making it up. This is a new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. This is my favorite podcast, and I'm sure it's your favorite podcast because you're back again for another week of all the shenanigans. And joining me today on the show are my two friends. Hello, friends. This is your boy L.O.A.K.A. Jimbrowski, Dynamite. What's good? What's good? It's your boy Vin in the building, enjoying this beautiful weather in New York, and I hope you are too, wherever you are. This is Alaric, and uh, I'm going to be your host this week. We just returned from one of the most epic, amazing trips. We, we took a little holiday celebrating our 50th year on this planet. Uh, we went to Lisbon, and we're back in the States. So what's going on with you, fellas? How's it been since you've been back home? What's been going on in your lives? So by the time you guys hear this show, we will have been back for probably two weeks because we were diligent and we actually did what we said we wouldn't do. And we banked some episodes. So there you have it. Pause. Um, <laughs> banging episodes. I said bank. Oh, okay. I think you said banging. Okay. <laughs> Look what my yeah, dirty mind is. Hear what you want to hear sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first thing I got a lot of things to uh, complain about. Um, I'm going to try to condense it as quickly as possible. So the first thing, apparently uh, coughing and sneezing without covering your mouth is officially <laughs> in fashion and in vogue. I don't understand what happened. Did we not just go through a pandemic? Did we not realize that cleanliness is not only close to godliness, but it is the best thing to keep everybody safe uh, from germs? Yo, r flying in an airplane is like final destination at this point. It, there is no doubt about it that the other passengers are put there to take or put your life at risk. And if you make it to your destination, you will likely uh, drop dead after sneezing without covering your own mouth. <laughs> so, um, well, that coughing is bad. Somebody on my flight said, hold my beer. <laughs> Did they throw one? I'm just going to wait. I'm going to oh, okay. give you my check-in. Oh, hold uh, up. Well, that's why they call it Germany. Germany. I was going to blame it on the Europeans. I honestly was. But then I get home. This woman is on the corner sneezing, like literally leaning her head forward, arms to the side, just sneezing like a, 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 a automatic a bow. Yeah, like, I really want to kick you in the back right now because <laughs> what are you doing? And then I'm, I get on the, uh, the platform and this dude is just coughing. And at first I thought it was the woman standing next to him. And then I thought, miss, why are you standing so close to someone who was clearly coughing without covering their mouth? So we're all used to it, apparently, and except for me. 
and mm-hmm. I'm not for it. No mouth cover. No. So there's that. And then also on my way back, I'm having to battle for the armrests. Uh, <laughs> just let me know who is assigned to the armrest that is to the to the right of you. I think we should call Dana White, and that should be his new series. <laughs> MMA, slap arm fight, right and armrest wrestling. Armrest wars, yeah. It's, yeah. The, the dude was wearing me out. Like the first time, first of all, this dude kept on his puffy Tommy Hilfiger jacket the entire flight. Mm-hmm. So not only is he expanding outside of the limits of his chair, he now is decided, I'm going to put my elbows out so these two have to deal with it because he's in the center row. Is the Asian man who obviously is willing to be more uh, forgiving than I am, is letting him lean over that side of the chair without any issue. On my side of the uh, plane, there's another situation happening. It's more ghetto over here. (laughs) (laughs) Armrest wars. (laughs) So I'm pushing him back to the point where I don't even want to get up and go to the bathroom because I'm going to lose position <laughs> on the armrest. You Yo, see what I'm up. talking about? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, we got, real quick, when we got that JFK. I'd rather piss myself in this seat to give you this wall and give Rick. you a centimeter. Rick, when we got, now this was a seven-hour flight. When we yeah. got to JFK, I was like, hold my spot, I'm going to the bathroom. I was like, you didn't go to the bathroom on the plane? <laughs> He was like, no, <laughs> I didn't want to lose my position. <laughs> so fuck that bathroom shit. And let me even put more context on it. I'm drinking wine and drinking waters like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> so my bladder is being put to the test. And this is a 50 year old man's bladder at this point flying over the Atlantic Ocean. Right. Mm-mm-mm. So we still going back and forth. Like I said, in the beginning, I was a little bit like, okay, whatever, it's a tight spot. But then when I noticed that he was literally jockeying for position, and, and that's when I started pushing back. Mm-hmm. So we got to the point where he's eating with his elbows at his side and just, you know, trying to get the food in because I'm now leaning into his chair because he's done too much. So when it's time to get off the plane, we look at each other like combatants, and he wants to give me this face like, no hard feelings, but my bladder is full. I'm pissed. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally, I'm pissed. I'm unpissed, as a matter of fact. So I look at him just aggravated, and then turns out he's like a person behind me or p- behind us when we get on the customs line. Mm-hmm. And apparently he paid the guy that was in between us to aggravate me further. You didn't see this, and I really was keeping my cool. But every time I stopped, the dude behind me would bump into my bag. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, all right, now I got another person aggravating me. So then I decide, okay, let me turn to the side so he won't bump into me. Not only does he continue to bump into me, he turns to the side and bumps into me. So he's mimicking me and still aggravating me. And he's not doing it on purpose because maybe he wasn't, but he was in his phone so much that he just was not paying attention. And this is the same dude. And he just was committed to being aggravating because he keeps putting his uh, carry on bag in the middle of the uh, line. So he would walk a line 
come back, come back all the way around, grab his bag, move it to the other side. To the mm. point where a woman who has her child in a, a stroller keeps saying, does anybody own this bag? Because it keeps moving, but there's nobody right. holding the bag. Mm-hmm. And funny thing she said, she said, I, I feel like we're being tested <laughs> to see something. Or yeah, she was a Karen. Yeah, she was. She was a Karen ready to explode. Mm-hmm. So he goes, oh, no, that's my bag. I'm keeping an eye on it. But I'm like, bro. Not only, I don't know what nationality he was. Well, he was American, but I don't know what his ethnicity was. Mm-hmm. But he was brown. Mm-hmm. That's enough to not do what you're doing. And right. you keep playing with your phone. Right. So just aggravating. <laughs> he was playing with his phone. The bomb will go off shortly. Right. I, you know, I, I personally hate that. When you're on a long line and the person behind you either wants to be so up on top of you right, that they might kick the back of your shoes or kick your bag or whatever. So my normal practice now is my carry-on rolling bag, I put it behind me mm. and I take at least a step and a half away from the bag. So there's a barrier between me and you. This bag is 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 my placeholder and we never have to come in contact. And you do that a couple of times and they 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 find their own boundaries. Eventually, I, wish I had my bag because that would have been a perfect uh, barrier mm. for him. Yeah, I have a few other things, but I'm going to leave it at these last two things. Oh, um, I, I just wanted before you skip ahead. Sure, I think technically over international waters, the guy sitting in the middle seat has priority on the armrest only because he's stuck in the middle seat. Let me tell you why th- that. Um, has to be challenged and if that is the rule it has to be eliminated from whatever rule book because he's doing that he's forcing me to lean into the aisle right and people don't give a fuck when they're coming through the aisle mm-hmm. I was trying to sleep so many times mm-hmm. and people would just literally bang into my shoulder and I was like do y- y'all just don't see anybody in these seats. It's just like you were wearing your cloak once again. <laughs> I, I was on my I had my racial cloak on. None of the white fe- people saw me. None of them. <laughs> Get so, your black shoulders out the fucking aisle. OK, I'm walking through here. It wasn't even a black shoulder. It was like, oh, what was that? This chair is sticking out. <laughs> Did they leave a cart over here or something? What's this? Yeah, it was it was absolutely ridiculous. So. I was I was really irritated more so on the flight back than I was uh, going. Are you you guys uh, tuned into uh, Swarm yet? No, I heard. I haven't seen uh, it. Crazy. The only thing I heard about it was it's weird. It is very weird. Uh, Okay. Donald Glover strikes again. I'm encouraging you both and everyone who's listening to go watch it. I do want to watch it. Anything he puts out, I'm watching. It's almost like it's not. It's not like Atlanta. But he just has a certain brand of writing mm-hmm. that makes it feel comfortable and gives you that same feeling from Atlanta. So, mm-hmm. And he has a rhythm and a timing that you don't know what the punchline is going to be, but you know it's coming. And then he hits you with something even extra, which is mm. crazy. What so, network is it on? Uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Made it halfway through, so I'll probably uh, watch a little bit more tonight. And lastly, sir, do uh, you still have cigars in your box that belong to me? And I want to make sure that you do not smoke them. I want to put this on record 
Uh, 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 I'm coming out to Brooklyn. I'm sorry. To I'm sorry to inform you that um, <laughs> once they've reached this house, <laughs> yeah, I no. will be knocking on the door, singing no. into your ring uh, camera. I, I'm not going to smoke any of them till we get together again. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I'm not. I'm not going to smoke any of them. Oh no, no, it's cool. But it was bug. I was bugging because I had just come across my um. Uh, portable uh, humidor. And I was like, I really wish I had brought it because then I would have been able to bring the cigars back. I don't know how right. you transported them, Vin, but I know if I had tried to do so, they would have been crushed. That's why I was like, I'm not even going to try it. I actually wrapped them in a plastic bag and put them in between in in the um in between like like my laundry and stuff like that. So and it they, was what, like, and they didn't get bent or anything. No, 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 they didn't. Get oh, bent. good job. No. No. You just smell like dirty underwear. <laughs> no, they don't smell like smell anything because they, they was they was wrapped in they was wrapped in um in some plastic so that like double wrap so they didn't move anything like that. Okay. And I'll still smoke the motherfuckers. I don't care if it's my drawers. Shit, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> That's those are Cubans. I'm smoking them. <laughs> this dude got a wild kink over there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is Leon. I'm done speaking. That's my chicken. Thank you. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This has been from Decoding 40, letting you know about Decoding40pod.com. That's right, Decoding40pod.com. That's our new site that's got all our merch on it. Decoding40pod.com. Decoding40pod.com. What's going on with you, Vin? Okay, so, all right, so... Going there, me and Al had to deal with these two little midgets. Uh, they they weren't real midgets. They were just little short people. Midget. They were five feet. We had Prince and Prince's girlfriend in front of us who thought that they needed to recline their seats all the way back into our laps. So now I'm getting on the plane. We're going back uh, again. We had to go through. Uh, we stopped in Germany. We're going back. And I'm like, damn, seven hour flight. And quick sidebar. Me and L have made have made a pact with each other that next time we go on that, we're going to get we're going to have to save it for first class, at least business class, because seven hours for my six foot two, 220 pound ass is a pain in the ass is what it was. Hmm. I get I get to see. Luckily, I was able to get the aisle seat because the aisle seat I can kind of stretch out a little bit. But like L says, you put your foot too far out, you might get clipped by the cart and just <laughs> And the flight attendant's coming down that aisle like she's like it's fucking Daytona 500 with they that car. Yeah, they don't, they don't give care. a fuck. Like breaking ankles and the whole shit. So I get there, get in my seat, and I'm waiting. And the worst thing about traveling is waiting to see who's going to sit next to you. Because when you're in, this is my thing, when you're in the whole, um, the bullpen, I will call it, like before you get on the plane, mm-hmm. you're, you know, but before they let you on and like section one and section two and section three, you're looking around and you're scanning the crowd like, please don't let it be the 400 pound person that's going to sit next to me. Because then that didn't buy only bought one seat. Right. No, that didn't happen. So now I'm waiting. African gentleman comes in. He's as tall as me. He's sitting next to me. We played nice with the armrests. Like we kind of were were able to like we took turns a little bit. I kind of got one position. That wasn't the problem. What the problem was, was this little Asian lady who was probably 4'11", who could literally curl up in a ball in the seat like a fucking cat. 
<laughs> a fucking cat lady, right? She looked like a little ball in the seat. She thought that it was necessary to put her seat all the way back. We're not even we're not even five minutes into the flight and she does that. And I'm and out loud I go, here we fucking go again. Right? I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. The her friend next to her, who was also 4'11, who's balled up like a cat in her seat, didn't do that. She decides to put her seat all the way back. Now my knees are banging on the back of the seat. And I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to do this for the next seven and a half hours, right? I then say, fuck it, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And I pull one of L's moves. I grab the back of her seat <laughs> and I slam that shit like it was the trunk on a Mercedes Benz. Bam! I fucking grabbed that motherfucker so hard and she was sleeping a little ball and she got up and looked up at me and I just I just gave her the scowl and I walked to the bathroom. By the time I come back and she sees me, I'm just looking at like I'm already fucking 6'2 and on a plane I look like a giant, right? She saw me. I sat down. And again, I kind of give the seat a push. The next thing I know, the seat goes back up. So she, for like about an hour, was trying to kill me. And after a while, and then she's like, then it gets to the point where you don't want them to come back a half an inch more. So my knee is in her back and Mm. she's trying to press it. And I'm like, you're not going to get a fucking half inch on me. Needless to say, we get back to JFK. And I said this uh, to Elle. We were in the line. I said, this is the shithole country. Okay. America is a shithole country. As a matter of fact, today I did, uh, was it today or the day before yesterday, I did a rant on the whole food thing and the prices and how America has these fictitious shortages and everything skyrocket prices. I went to the store the other day, spent $300 and came home with like 10 bags of nothing. That $300 or 300 euros could have bought me enough food to last me three months in fucking in, in Lisbon. So we get back on the line. The custom line has two people working and there must have been about three flights all of them were 747s. So a 747 can hold a lot of people. These motherfuckers had two people working the entire line. It took us about an hour and a half to get through customs. So we got home. You know, I was happy to be home. You know what I mean? Uber is out of their fucking mind and was trying to charge $170 from JFK to my crib. That's crazy. I, I said, fuck that. Took the air train, got on the E and took the fucking path and got an Uber from fucking Jersey City. Total price, about $11. I'm like, I'm not going to give you motherfuckers. <laughs> Priceless. Priceless. 170 to take an Uber to be stuck in traffic for two hours. Fuck you. Kiss my ass. So that was the whole ordeal. I'm happy to be home. Um, you know, my daughter came home. And, oh, dad, you're home. Gave me a big old hug. It was. It's good to be home. So that was on Friday. I took the rest of the weekend to kind of relax. Monday, I had to take my car in because I had a little someone sideswiped uh, my car a little bit. Uh, not too bad. And I had to get take it into the uh, repair shop. And they wound up giving me I had a choice between the Camry and the new Altima. The new Altima, the 2022. Very nice with all the little bells and whistles, like kind of like the, the Nissan car you got when you when you had to get your car repaired. So that was that's no, a yeah, rogue. No, I'm saying. But it, it has the same setup, like the electronic oh, setup with all the screens. And so it's really, really nice. Right. So, um, you know, so the last couple of days I've been kind of relaxing. So then, like I said, I went shopping and everything is so, so fucking expensive, man. And eggs, apparently the, sh- the shortage is, is a sh- they're short again because the eggs are back up to like six dollars a carton in the, in the supermarket. And it's just it's just really, really frustrating. And like regular eggs, regular eggs are back. To how $6. much how much are the 
the the pasture raised eggs. The, you mean the eggs where they sing them a lullaby to sleep at night? Yeah. Those are like those are about six ninety nine. Six yeah. ninety nine. Why not? Why not buy the eggs that are good for you? Well, I do. Both I the same do. price. I do buy the brown eggs, but well, I was just noticing just brown how, eggs. Well, I don't listen. I buy. I have. A, I have like a seven dollar cap on eggs. I'm not paying more than seven dollars for some fucking eggs, whether they white, brown, or pastures, or if if they if they if there's a man that takes care of the eggs. I don't know. What I was saying a few weeks ago is like I haven't seen those prices in eggs, and those are the eggs that I buy regularly. They're normally six dollars. For for six dollars six to seven dollars for a, a dozen eggs, well, so I didn't have, I didn't see a spike. You have a high standard of eggs, my friend. Um, <laughs> your egg budget is bigger than my egg budget. Obviously, <laughs> he's an egg connoisseur. He's an egg connoisseur. An you. egg sommelier, if you will. Yeah, if, you, if you will, um, I, I I tell you, there's an absolute difference in the taste of those eggs. I tell you, the eggs in in Portugal were delicious. Yeah, there you those go. Were those were great. Pasture raised eggs. Pasture but they don't eggs. call them pasture-raised eggs because they just call them eggs. eggs. Yeah, they're just eggs. They're just eggs. Is that chickens live outside? Yeah. <laughs> what are they supposed to? Normal eggs, right? Yeah. But yeah, the, the shopping was crazy. You know, it, it's amazing how expensive food is. Um, what else happened? So, you know, I just been living on the travel high and just feeling, you know, a lot better about things in general and, you know, just trying to stay positive. Uh, you know, today I had to get up this and I've been getting up early in the morning and just kind of figure things out. I fucking get up this morning and I'm going to the bathroom. I come out the bathroom and my daughter opens the door. It's like, I overslept. And I was like, well, what time is it? It's seven 45. Well, you better get ready to go to school. So I had to take her to school today and, um, you know, was just kind of riding around. I forgot my easy pass in the, in my car. So I had to go back to the repair spot got my easy pass and it's just been a, it's been a nice day. I, I actually went out with the wife. We went to get a bite to eat uh, downtown and we went over to Liberty park, which is a very, very nice park with which you can actually see the statue of Liberty. You can see the city and everything like that. And we went for a good walk. So just trying to exercise uh, better. I, I had to, I had a telecall with my doctor and, you know, she was like, your cholesterol's high, you know, your, your blood pressure's high and all those other things. My cholesterol numbers are like three digits, right? So I got to really bring my cholesterol numbers down. And, you know, she was Wait, looking was at- before or after the trip? This was after the trip. Well, I, I went and got my blood work before. Oh. And then today was, uh, not was it today or was, uh, what's today? It was yesterday. Well, shit, don't let her take the results now. <laughs> <laughs> them post trip numbers are going to be like uh, going to be crazy sorry. right <laughs> sorry sir you can't leave sir, you were eating gravy weren't you um, apparently <laughs> your blood is all wine yes <laughs> well any heart issues I had I don't have many more we'll say one glass of wine a day helps the heart nigga I had a whole <laughs> you have a new heart sir <laughs> yes, uh, it's made of wine the first man to have a wine heart uh, they called him wine heart. Uh, you got uh, people coming to you like tasting your wine from your body, like mm, this is mm, good. What is seventy three? Jeez, <laughs> it's a seventy three Chablis. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it, L made me a wino. Um, just to let y'all guys know. But no, um, I actually went uh, since I fell in love with Lisbon wine. Um, 
I actually found a liquor store in the Newark area called Lisbon Wine. They have every wine you've ever wanted from Portugal in there. So um, I'll be picking up bottles for you guys whenever you put your orders in and whenever we get together so we can, you know, we can reenact our Portuguese, uh, you know, trip anytime we want to with that wine. But, um, you know, so the doctor is saying, you know, I got I to gotta chill out. They, they're ordering some other tests for me for my heart, make sure that everything is fine. So that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. But I do feel better. Um, the trip was amazing. It, it helped me relax. And uh, I'm just in a better state of mind after it. You know what I mean? Real quick, I'm mad because you got me hooked on that fucking show, Rick. Uh, was it, was it uh, Gangs of London? Gangs of London, yeah, man. man. And now I go to watch the shit. I thought it was on HBO. I watched the first episode for free. And then these cocksuckers turn around and says, no, no, no. It's on AMC. And you have to buy a membership for that, sir. Oh, so I thought now, it was HBO Max. That's I, what I was watching it on. I went to HBO Max. But when I put it on, when I put it on HBO Max, it said it's on AMC. Oh, so you don't have Max Plus. I just have HBO Max. No, I don't. I just made that up. I was going to say Max, Max Plus. Plus. <laughs> Yo, really? Oh, you don't. You don't have Supermax. So, um, so Super now Max it's Plus. like on AMC. So what I'm going to have to do is just get the AMC for seven days and binge watch it. Great show. Yeah. But wait, once, so is it on Max or no? It's on HBO Max. I don't. It's I don't on know HBO why Max. But it. when I went, it let me watch the first episode, and then it said it's on AMC. I don't okay. I don't know why that is. I'll go back to HBO Max because I I said it should be on HBO Max because I saw you pull up HBO Max at, at when we were in Lisbon and that's why I was like, why the fuck is it saying it's on AMC? But anyway, uh, so I, I'm gonna try to figure that out. But I if I have to, I'll buy the seven day trial, a free seven day trial, and I watch it, binge watch it. Um, it's really really a good show. Did you say you're going to buy the free seven day trial? Yeah, I, I fucked up. Yeah, I'm gonna get. The- <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Buy. He already knows he's gonna forget to cancel his <laughs> right, seven yeah, days, yeah, yeah. and he's gonna <laughs> nah, pay the month. Nah, I'm gonna watch that man. shit, and well, it's only like a six ninety nine a month, I think. So it's not like it's crazy, but still, I'm gonna you know get get the free trial and binge watch it. But I also watched uh, the new Kerry Washington and Delroy Lindo show. Lindo is it Lindo? Mm-hmm. Lindo? <clears throat> Lindo? Yeah, Delroy Lindo. Okay. Anyway, I watched the new show, Unprisoned. Great, great show. If you haven't seen it yet, I would say go watch it. Uh, Delroy's is a great actor. Um, Delroy Lindo, by the way. Delroy, Delroy Lindo is a very good actor. You know, ever since you know what 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 is it? Crooklyn when he did uh, with Spike's movie, yeah. and then he did the other movie with uh, the, the when they went to Vietnam, right? But Delroy Lindo is a great actor. Kerry Washington is good in the show. Uh, the, the the young boy that plays his son son is good 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 uh host of characters the writing's good you know it, it pulls on your heartstrings because it's it's you know basically a guy that gets out of jail who wants to make his you know wants to be better and he and carrie washington is his daughter um great show funny parts and there's a couple of episodes there you know that deals with you know racism being out of prison and things of that nature so it's a good show i, I suggest you guys watch it man and it's a show know, or a movie it's a show. It's uh eight episodes, and they definitely will have a, a second season. I mean, it's gotcha. really, really good. I liked it. Other than that, man, um, just enjoying this weather. We're having good weather now, and it's starting to warm up a little bit. I'm glad we kind of brought that back with us because while we were gone, it was snowing and raining and everything over here. You know, so looks like the weather's starting to break. And sure. other than that, that is my check-in. 
I I just wanted to give a quick uh, shout out and remembrance to uh, you. You talked about great actors, uh, Lance Reddick. Oh was, yeah, you know, right. Well, it'll be a week now uh, when the show airs. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, terrific talent and uh, artists, and uh, will be sorely missed. AKA Mobe from from the from um, Oz. Mm-hmm. He played the character Mobe in Oz, and that's why you know we oh, always put Mobe in the house. And then he was, of course, on The Wire. Great actor. Um, yeah, it's it's a shame, man. I saw an interview. He was doing an interview on what I think it was on TikTok. I was watching. They were interviewing him, and he was talking about how hard it was for him to get work, even while he was doing The Wire. Mm. It was crazy. Like they they wouldn't. It was hard for him to get work, and he's on one of the best shows in TV history, and they still was giving him the shaft and he had moved to LA while he was doing the wire, while the wire was being, you know, aired. And he, he said it was difficult to him to find work. So, you know, shout out to him, man. He was such a versatile actor and someone shared a funny clip. Andre, what is Andre? 3000. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Andre. <laughs> Eric Andre has a talk show, very bizarre show. If you've ever watched it, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. If you have it, you got to go see at least a couple of episodes. Anyway, Lance is on the show and he is so wild. He freaks out Eric Andre. Mm. <laughs> wow. I got to see that. You got to see this clip. It is hilarious. Um, I don't even want to give it away, but just look up Eric Andre and Lance Reddick and it will be very hilarious. It will, mm. it, will, it will be hilarity that you will need, I'm sure, in your day. That's what's up. Is that your check-in? Yeah, yeah. I said that's, that was... That's it. my second check-in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Mini check-in. <laughs> Recheck. That's my post That's my post-check. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy, L.O. A.K.A. The Ad Man. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. My, my check-in, Lisbon was great. It was such a much-needed trip. I've always liked traveling, but since, you know, having kids and stuff, it, it makes it more difficult to do this sort of solo travel or travel with your with your folks without the wife, without the kids. So this was a much needed excursion. So it, it was, it was great. It was, and it was the perfect amount of time in this city. Cause I don't think any more time we either would have not come home at all. And <laughs> we would just move to Lisbon and we'd just been winos <laughs> wandering got- around Lisbon streets until our, credit cards start working and then <laughs> <laughs> would have been would have been like the motherfucker in front of the mini pro two dollars please please, please, please. <laughs> i just need two more coins that would have been the only portuguese we knew was uh please, two coins begging for backwash of uh beer like oh boy <laughs> yeah we would have been we'd have been uh the Abra, the abrigado trio <laughs> singing at the overview we're next we're next so after we wrapped up our trip in Lisbon I had to make a quick stop in London and honestly when I when I got there I really wished that I was going home because 
being away for seven days, but and then getting on a plane and then going somewhere else, well, I, I felt like it was too much. Mm. But it was fine because I got there. First night I was there, I called up some of my old friends. I met up with one of my, my homies um, in London. And um, that was fun because we were back in the old stomping grounds. So that was cool. The second night I was there, oh, I met up with uh, one of the artists that I was photographing. He invited me out and uh, I met up with him again in Brixton, um, the old stomping grounds. And that was, that was cool. But it just showed there was, a, there was a stark difference in the nightlife in London and the nightlife in oh, Lisbon. Um, sure. and, I, and, and at that point, I was like, I wish we were all together in mm-hmm. London. Just so we had that contrast. Yeah. Because it was so lively. It was so much fun. There's this place, uh, there's a bar in Brixton called the Chip Shop. And it's basically all old school hip hop. It was the the perfect place for us. And the crowd was it was ranging age from the 18-year-old to and I, I don't even think I was the oldest person in there. I think there were older people than me hanging out in there and, and enjoying. The space is it's a spot that KRS One has been to, that that Ice T has been to, that uh, Method Man has been to. So it's a nice little, nice little joint. So shout out to Chip Shop in Brixton. So, so I went to shoot an artist who's going to be part of this book project that I'm working on. We're talking for about five minutes, whatever. And he mentions a UK director that I worked with in LA, and I was like, oh, I worked on. The, the they've got to have us project. Um, it was a it was a, a a documentary about blacks in Hollywood that I don't know. He had to come all the way from the UK to make this film. That's another thing about politics and in Hollywood. Like people in Black Hollywood couldn't make this film, but anyway, somebody from England came over and made the film. And it turned out that he was his childhood friend. So he called him on the phone, and he just happened to be ten minutes away. He's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna pop over to the studio." So a two-hour shoot turned into a five-and-a-half-hour just chalking shit. You know, like, we were talking politics. We were talking um, social issues. We were talking, you know, he gave me the skinny on what was really going down behind the scenes on making this film and how BBC was trying to strangle him and try to change the narrative of the film because it was a really strong story about about us and was told in a way that was important to us and in a way that we tell stories. And they tried to change it and try to tell our story again through through their eyes. But he fought it and he made the film he wanted to make. And it's a very powerful film. And I was happy that I got to catch up with him because that was really, really random. The next day, I caught up with Kevin McDonald, who was the director of the Whitney Houston documentary that I worked on, who was also English. And uh, I just went by his place and just hung out for a little bit. And um, we talked about a project we started, which wasn't complete, which may come back again. And um, Elle is one of your uh, favorite people. Well, I don't know. Yes, she's, she's Say one less. Of I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know what, you know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. yeah. So that may come back. So um, With that was the initials O W. Ow, ow, ow. Um, it. So 
that may come back. But anyway, um, so that was that was it. Uh, you know, I wrapped up my trip, went back to the crib, packed up, got ready to leave the next morning. For some reason, getting an Uber takes a long time because I think the way that they give the jobs to the drivers is different. The drivers get to see more information about where they're going, how far they're going, and the amount that they get paid before they accept the job. So it took about 30 minutes for me to get an Uber. And I thought that I was leaving at 7.30 and my flight's at 10. So I'm thinking 7.30 takes an hour to get to Heathrow from where I am with traffic. It'll take an hour. I'll be there long before my flight is boarding. So it takes me 30 minutes to get an Uber. So I'm already back a half hour. So now I'm leaving at 10 minutes to eight rush hour. (laughs) Right. But no, no rush hour. Because rush hour is going the opposite way. Okay. We're going out. So the rush hour was only, like, we only hit traffic in town a little bit. But, like, once we got on the motorway, we were gone, right? So I get to the airport, plenty of time to make my flight. I go through, I say, look, my flight's 10-10. I need to check my bag in, you know, let me, you know, get me through. They rush me to the front of the line. Lady check my bag in. Great. You're good to go. Just get to the gate. I'm going through security. Things are going smooth. They have like a little board that says estimated time in line. It says about five minutes. Good. I'm still good to go. I'm going to make this flight. So there's a second stage of security that you go through. And this is when, you know, you have to take everything off. You put it through the, through the x-ray machine. And of course, I have my camera bag. And that always, I wouldn't say always, but probably... Four times out of 10, it gets pushed to the side and they want to search it. Why did I get the sloth from Zootopia? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I I shit you not, she looked like a fucking sloth. Mm. Oh, God. So there's three bags that have been pushed to the side that she has to search. And mine is the third. Oh, Jesus. And she is slowly wiping everything in this man's bag, taking it out slowly, wiping, 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 wiping. And inside my chest, I'm screaming, (laughs) hurry But you're dealing with security at the airport so you don't want to fuck around yeah right because then they'll they'll torture you right right so at this point i don't know i'm there for like 10 minutes now while she's doing this and she's still in this one bag oh my Mm. god delta calls me delta calls me on my phone and says where are you i just came through security they push my bag to the side they're gonna do the extra check and then i'm gonna be right to the gate Okay, we're at gate 19. We'll see you soon. So she's still swiping, swiping, swiping. Every every item in this man's back. And then she goes to the machine. Before she finished swiping, I said, ma'am, Delta just called me on the phone and they're about to close the gate. Can you ask someone else to search my bag? Mm-hmm. She says, which bag is yours? I said, the black hard case right over there. She said, all right, give me a minute. 
Swiping, mm. swiping, swiping. She goes back to slothing. Swiping, <laughs> swiping, swiping. <laughs> and then she goes to the machine to test his thing. And Delta calls me again. You got seven minutes before we lock this door. I'm at security. I'm right here. The gate's not too far away. I'll be right there. I'm coming. Swiping, swiping, swiping. Right? <laughs> she clears the guy. And then she says, you need me to help you pack this stuff back in your bag? What? <laughs> <sighs> and the guy sees my face. And he was like, nah, nah, nah. I got it. And he takes his, <laughs> he takes the, 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 the basket and walks away. And then she starts to go get my bag. And my camera bag is, it's not heavy, but it's heavier than every other bag that she probably picked up in the last two minutes. She can barely get it over. Oh, my God. She says, open it, but don't take anything out. I was like, great. Okay, here you go. Now, everything in there is electronics, with the, except for my sweater, which I laid on top of all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything in there is electronics. I have to swipe all electronic things in this wow. bag. Swiping, 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 swiping. <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. Oh, man. My phone rings again. Sorry, nigga. You left. They said, You got three minutes before we close this gate. Ma'am, she is swiping my things right. You know what? Sorry. You've missed this flight. Because what happened was, my flight was set to depart at 10.10. They moved up departure five minutes because everybody else was on the plane. Wow. Oh, that's fucked up. They boarded on time. And everybody was on the plane except for me. I'm standing here with the fucking sloth from Zootopia <laughs> searching my bag. Sorry. So- <laughs> Sir. I have to swipe all of the electronics. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't making that flight. Oh. So at this point, another security agent comes up. And is like, go on break. <laughs> but I'm in the middle of swiping. She did try to say that. That is exactly <laughs> what she said. That is exactly what she said. And they took the wand from her. <laughs> Give me the goddamn wand. And swiped my thing in like 30 seconds. It was like, sir, I hope you make your flight. I was like, it's or they already locked the door. They're already gone. She's like, go anyway. You might make it. So I boogie my ass down to gate 19. They had already closed the door. The plane was still there, mm, but they, but they had closed the door. Mm-hmm. And they were like, sorry, we're going to try to book you on the next flight. And uh, the next flight was only three hours. Thank God. Okay. Mm. Well, the next they day. Booked me. Yeah, they booked me, and and instead of flying Delta, because I guess Delta and Virgin have a partnership now, which I didn't mm-hmm. know about. Mm-hmm. Um, they booked me on a Virgin flight. Oh, even better! Three hours later, mm. so I was actually able to go and get some breakfast, sit down for a minute, and then you saw the sloth. <laughs> She's like, just, you just make your fried, huh? <laughs> So, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I wanted to punch her in the throat so bad. I want to punch her in the throat, and I've never even seen yeah. this woman. Yeah, me too. But but you know when somebody's moving slow and like time is critical oh, sure. and they cannot move any. They, she can't. She can't move faster. Yeah, her like, DNA. Won't it's like. not physically possible for her yeah. to move faster. You, you know. You know what her. You know what her fucking um, her her thought is. I get paid by the hour, not the bag. Mm. So I'm Yo, gonna fucking had- take my fucking time. No, I, I think she might have been autistic. She's I think she might have. I think something might have been developmentally wrong with her. Well, <laughs> they need to take her slow ass, yeah, and put her somewhere like checking keys or some shit. <laughs> I don't know, checking keys, <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> she need to be imagine. A, yo, she need to checking the keys line. and a janitor comes through the line. Oh, which key is this? <laughs> What does this one do? <laughs> she needs to be doing the water announcement. No water, no the yeah. Come on, oh yo, you're better than me. I'd have been screaming. Hurry the no, fuck up! You know what she yeah. needs to do. She you, but you can't do that. You you, you, you can't do that because no, you don't. Can't. You fuck around. They won't. They won't let you get on the plane. Ban you right. from the airport. Yeah, and, you never know. And you in a, a foreign uh, country. Yeah. Yeah. Put you on a no-fly list, and you can't leave the country. Right, <laughs> some shit. Uh, you'll now be taking carnival take back home, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, also known no. as COVID. <laughs> hold up, hold up. COVID. They be like, <laughs> we finally got you. The shipping <laughs> container's ready. <laughs> we played the long game. <laughs> but look in the in the long well, run. Well done, Agent Sloth. <laughs> when I when I got to the gate. The gate agents saw the distress on my face and they were, you know, like, so they have like a waiting room in front of a waiting area in front of the desk. Mm-hmm. And then they have a waiting area behind the desk. Mm-hmm. And they invited me to sit behind the desk because they saw the, the, the like, I was so distraught. Like, mm-hmm. I, I missed this flight. Like, I haven't missed a flight in 15 years, mm-hmm. maybe 10 years, maybe Hold seven. Up. They were like, they were like, oh, the sloth got you. No, yeah. no doubt. Have a seat. <laughs> They're like, sit down. We're going to try to rebook you right here. Mm-hmm. We're not going to make you go down the uh, guest services or whatever. We're going to rebook you right here. So they rebooked me on the flight. She's like, I got you an exit row because I see you're kind of tall. I got you an exit row. So you don't have mm-hmm. to worry. You got some space, you, your legs, whatever. So I'm like, great. I get on the flight. It's kind of full. And uh, it was a great seat. Plenty of space. It's probably like five feet between my seat and the jump seat where the the, the flight attendant sits, mm-hmm. and in in the exit row. So it's a big it's a big exit mm-hmm. exit row. And um, you know, I'm I'm nodding off, and I kind of fall asleep, and I, I take a nap, and and I wake up, and then I see um this guy, um this this Hasidic guy. It was a Hasidic couple, and the Hasidic guy has like vomit all the way down the right <laughs> side of, of, of his shirt. <laughs> like there's just this vomit covering the right side of his shirt. And I had seen him a little bit before and he was carrying a child around on his shoulder, like like oh, rocking a okay, child. Okay. I thought his wife did it. Go for <laughs> it. <laughs> he was he was rocking a child earlier. So I'm thinking to myself, oh he mu- the kid must have thrown up, you know, got you know, air sick or whatever, like some people get motion sickness. So I see the flight attendant rushing over and then she comes back. I don't know. The kid must have thrown 
up all over itself because she came back with a big bag of like biohazard. Like, mm. so there was clothes in there, whatever. And then she goes away. And I'm sort of sitting in my seat like, oh, sucks for you. And um, I fall back asleep. And then I wake up and in front of me, in front of the flight attendant's jump seat, this Hasidic couple and their child are now hovering around another bio bag, like right in front of me, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, there's space here, whatever. A kid probably got sick, whatever. Look, I've seen all bodily functions come out of a child. I'm not that afraid, right? Then they all walk away and leave the bag. <laughs> say said, something, say something. Wait, I said, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, I don't know what's in that bag, but you need to take it with you. Ma'am, this bag, take it with you. So apparently the kid was throwing up in the second bag and they just left it there. What the fuck? She oh, came, the black man was cleaning that, She came back, she got the bag. The father walked with the child to the back of the plane. I guess he was still trying to soothe her or whatever. And the the wife plops herself down in the seat and just goes back to the entertainment screen and starts pushing buttons. I'm like, man, you did. I, I didn't say this, but in my head, I'm like, uh, you didn't even wash your hands. Why? You didn't. You didn't even make an attempt to go wash your hands. Your child was just. I'm like, there's neurovirus all over this plane. Nope. Right? No she so, fucking licked her fingers. I, they're, they're washed. <laughs> I was I was completely I was completely horrified. Completely, all gone. Oh, uh, mind you, the, the bag, the bag of vomit <laughs> or whatever else was in there. Biohazard. Was now in this was next to her in the seat. Oh. And she had it on the floor next to her on the seat. So she basically picked the up the bag, story walked over to her seat. It's on the floor. Oh, my God. And it's it's one of those uh, planes where there's four seats in the middle. So mm. it was her husband, her, and the, the child had a seat but never sat in it, and then another person on the other side. So whatever that child has, what that person who's in the other seat now That has. person had to be mortified. Yeah. I would have been like, you got to move my fucking seat. I only saw their profile. They never looked. They never looked to their left. <laughs> I think they you were so they were, You know what they I were thinking in their mind? I can't even look. <laughs> I don't want to. They look. kept thinking in their mind, I have an invisible shield. <laughs> <It's really bad. laughs> was it a black guy? No, it was. Uh, I think it was an Asian guy. Oh, then he's thinking, I wish I was black. I'd have a racial yeah. cloak on right now. <laughs> he. He was thinking he, if he was Asian, he was probably like, fuck it. I seen worse than Hunan. I mean, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, if I didn't say anything, I swear they would have walked away like the bag didn't. Yeah. Work. Yeah. They don't listen. Listen, <laughs> p- people's relationship with germs is I completely don't understand it. I don't mm-hmm. understand like bodily fluids and all this other stuff. They are so oblivious to mm-hmm. the impact. It's it's insane. Yeah. So that was my that was my little uh travel adventure. Um I think you might win the, the flight back. Yeah. Yeah. It was like coughing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me add a little phlegm in yeah. the stomach bile. 
Jeez. And whatever it's that whatever that kid had for breakfast. Ugh. Yuck. And hold my beer. I'm mad homie was just he left it on his shirt like, man, no big deal. No, I think it, I think when I saw him, it had just happened. Oh, I thought he was like, hey, brother Jay says <laughs> yuck, yuck. <laughs> but what do you do? What would you do if I you would take to- that shirt off? <laughs> that would be <laughs> nipples out on the plane, like wife beater. <laughs> oh wait, he didn't have a t-shirt under that shirt. I don't know what I don't know what Hasidics wear under their sh- their shirts. I don't know mm-hmm. wife beaters. Well, that was a long plane. I would have put the blanket around me. I would have tied it around like a a, a toga, a ba- like a bandito. Yeah, see, <laughs> I made a poncho out of it. Yeah, I'd have cut a hole in that I motherfucker. I would have cut a hole in the middle see? and just put it over my head. Call me Jorge, Misty George, Misty George. This girl, she had throw up in the aisle. Right, because <laughs> they give actual silverware. He would have been able to cut the blanket. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah he should have done any of those things. He just should not have left vomit bag across from me. I mean, you know, if you well, want to vomit a bag of vomit on the uh, airplane floor, what's what's a vomit uh, filled shirt? Yeah, mm-hmm. Th- this should be like a fucking a, just a base of of hygiene. There should just be a base across the board. You have no. to wash your hands. They, none, they don't believe in that shit. Some people do not believe in that shit. Will go to yeah. the bathroom, wipe their ass, and leave, and not even wash their hands. Remember homeboy at customs, his he was on fire. Like my eyes were burning and <laughs> like talk about taking someone's breath away. Like I could not breathe regularly. Oh yeah. He was and he just was waving his arms and lifting yeah. it and carrying a baby and just armpit he- smelt like seven thousand dead camels. <laughs> <laughs> And you, seven thousand dead camels and in the hot shits. sun, and just and, walks out the bathroom. He, he, I don't know <laughs> about that, but, but I'm just saying. While he was online, he had seven thousand no thought camels. about like, does that smell me? Like for me, if if <laughs> if I think I'm smelling, I'm like discreetly smelling my underarms. I'm right. you know smelling the pits. Is that me? He had no compunction. It was just like, yo, I. I'm out here. It was him outside, and these are my. This is. It was him and his Campbell soup smelling ass wife. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which she smelled like hot chicken broccoli soup. So Vin poses the question: What do you think the room smells like after they have sex? Oh, (laughs) jeez. Seven thousand and one dead camels. (laughs) I mean, if you can smell that on the outside of their clothes. The funk that's on the inside of their clothes mm-hmm. is next level. Yeah. You, I said you'd have to burn the room down and just start over. <laughs> Yo, I would hate to be the maid. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Who's in here? It smells like 7,001 dead camels. <laughs> it was awful. It was absolutely awful. How many camels did they have in the room? <laughs> <laughs> they all die. <laughs> they all dead. Mr. George. Like the what, camels are dead. What are you wearing, bro? Oh dead camel. Dead camel. <laughs> Ode to camel. <laughs> Ode to camel. <laughs> so that's my check-in. Merch drop. What's up, y'all? We need y'all to support this podcast. Pick yourself up a t-shirt. Pick yourself up a hoodie. 
They're soft. They're poly tri-blend, luxurious, warm. They're furry on the inside. They're really plush. You can sleep in them. Your wife can sleep in it. Your daughter can steal it. And she can sleep in it. Go over to Decoding40Pod.com and get yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, whatever you like. Decoding40Pod.com All right, fellas. This week, for the love of money, I've got a multi-tiered question for you. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) I'm ready. So the proposal is for every one of these items, you will receive $50 million. Oh, shit. If it's a body part, no. Okay. It is. (laughs) It is. You will have to drink a half a cup of for $50 million every each for each item you get an additional $50 million. Jesus. What are we drinking? And can I put number one and can it be warm or hot, warm or cold? (laughs) It can be warm. We can warm it up for you. Number one. I don't even want to hear this. A half a cup of your own blood, $50 million. Yeah. I could drink drink it down. You could do that. Yeah. You've ever had a, you've ever had a, uh, been punched in the mouth and you had bloody lip. You haven't drank half a cup of blood pour out? No, No, not 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 in my lifetime. Half a cup is four ounces. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, Ding, Vinny gets $50 million. million. I got $50 million. L, you want want $50 million? It's Uh, your own blood. uh, Not on that, no. You already out? Yeah, I'm out. All right. Vin. All right. Since he's out, for the next item, I'm going to give you $100 million to drink a half a cup of your own urine. My own urine? Yeah. You might as well say yes, because if you're going to drink your blood, you might as well drink Blood it. and the urine is two different things. Urine urine is just, come on. Not well, your, your urine, urine is probably going to be red wine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> red, red, uh, it's actually, uh, it's a tinto, <laughs> it is a tinto yellow. It's okay. a tinto reserve. to me. A <laughs> hundred million for a half a cup of my own urine. Yes. Now you would be at a hundred and fifty million. See, now, if you flip those questions, I probably would be at fifty million. I would not. So you drink your piss first before you drink your blood? Oh, my blood? Yeah. I drink a lot of water, my friend. No, 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 no. This, this is, now we're going to make it interesting. This is, this is like. Wait, it hasn't gotten interesting yet. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're only at $100 million. You want to be a billionaire. Who wants to be a billionaire? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be a billionaire? A cup of your toenails. Half a cup of your own urine. Yay or nay? <sighs> own urine it'd have to be ice cold and i'd have to drink it quick however you like to however you like your your urine sir i'm up 150 minutes it'd be like my piss why not all right okay (laughs) it'd be an ale (laughs) you know it's an ipa it's an ipa it's a double a it's an ippa (laughs) i'm going to double for this one $200 $200 million. Oh, shit. What am I doing now? To drink a half a cup mm-hmm. of your own snot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
You know what? Not even snot. I'm going to give you phlegm. Like, you can cough it up. It doesn't have to come out of your a Half a cup of phlegm? Half oh a my cup God. of phlegm. Your own phlegm. When did you come up with these questions? <laughs> when he was on the plane looking at a dude vomiting? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That that phlegm thing. Oof, no. Ugh. I don't know. Would you Would you try? Would you try? You would try? I would try. Because I, I, I know... It doesn't matter. Would you try it? I mean, you you don't get anything if you don't keep it. If you don't get it down. What does he get money if he tries? No. Oh, then no, why you try? have to drink it. You have to drink it. L's out. L's L's a he's a broke boy. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm, I think I'm good with 150 million, man. I don't know if I get to snap that. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> man. We didn't even get to it. Well, okay, all right. So, what's what's the next question? What's the next question? All right, so. This is for the if, listeners. If, if there were other players, because I'm I'm still you know scary. There's at least still a in? listener who's saying, "Oh, these niggas is pussy." <laughs> Look, <laughs> I fuck it. You can mix the blood, the urine, and the spit together, nigga, and I take it as a cocktail. <laughs> Shake it up over ice, little vodka. Pussy <laughs> I mean, I would I would still be it. Really? Yeah, I would make the attempt. With the, no, but with, not just the attempt. That means you have to finish, though. No, I mean with the with the phlegm, because you, you still finish. you still get the other money because you already drank those. Oh, okay, okay. So you're saying I would, would I would I would not shy away from the attempt Jesus. of the phlegm. <laughs> but here's here's where it gets interesting. Oh God, here we go. Because now, four hundred million dollars in addition to the money you've already earned, which would have been what three fifty, three fifty. We're almost close to a billion. million. For another four hundred million, would you drink a half a cup of your own jizz? No. That's where you draw the line. No, not no, no. Now every woman you've ever been with was like, "This nigga's a motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> after all them times, after all them times, he tried to shove it in my mouth. <laughs> I told him to tell me when you're coming. <laughs> My bad. Failure to notify. Oops. Oopsie daisy. And she's like, I could have had 400 million. Yeah, I'm not. Wow. Not doing that. All right. So, Alarico, are you still in? For 400 million, would I attempt to drink my own? Seminal fluids. It actually, it actually made me a little queasy just saying it. But. <laughs> <laughs> would I try it for 400? Because now, yeah, I think I would try it for 400 million. 400 million. This nigga would turn. He would just be, <laughs> he'd be like, hey, guys, I'm rich, bitch. Well, I don't, but I don't it's, think. But it's mine. That's, 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 that's the, gay. That seems a little crazy. But it's mine. That's the thing that makes it different, right? Oh, my God. If, if the question was random cup of... <laughs> Then <laughs> I'm already. I would have been out at blood. I would have been done. Right. But um, it's your own. Wow, bro. Nah, son. Uh, nah, son. No. Yeah, nah. Couldn't do it. No. Nah. Because it's too gay. It's not even. No. It's not. No. Nah, I'm, 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 I was joking. Like no. But no. I. It's just. Uh, no. 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 Man, I. I, I would try it. for four hundred million dollars. This nigga's like, put it on ice. <laughs> shake it all right so so it has to be just straight 
you can't take that half a cup and mix it with something else and have like a seam Look, shake. If, 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 okay, if that's what that question tells me. about it. Hold you on, can mix on. it with something else. <laughs> that question tells something me else. Ben would definitely entertain this. Yeah. You can mix it with something else. Mix it with pineapples. <laughs> Whatever you like. Uh, mm. But you know what it is. It doesn't matter what you mix it with. You know what it is. You want to mix it with some uh, Portugal wine? <laughs> <laughs> Shake it, not stirred, sir. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know, B. That, this oof, 400 million. Like you know, you know what have to would have to motivate me. Like I would have to actually have to see the money. Yeah, you know what I mean. It like like it's li- I can touch it. Like I would have to be touching the money as I try to do that shit. Like I would have to touch the money. Yeah, I'm I'm I look. I'm gonna try. It's mine. I'm gonna try. Fuck it. Mm. What what are people gonna say? Come drinker. Yeah. All right. Hey, come gums. Billionaire cum drinker. <laughs> the All billionaire right. cum gums. I'll see you on the P. I'll see you in the PJs. Wow. I'm, I meant private jets. You meant the project. <laughs> Listen, um, nigga, as of that point, we not sharing anything that anything else. No, you no, you can't have yeah, a sip of my drink, nigga. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Get your own bottle, I, nigga. I'm now I I now have seven hundred million dollars. He get a new what? mouth. You are. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got a new mouth for hundred million. Wow. Right, what, <laughs> really, I, I, Rin, this wine costs forty five thousand dollars. Have a sip out of my glass. Mm. Oh, see uh, no. Boy. The answer is no. The answer is no. Okay. All right. So All right, I'm just assuming that the final question, the final boss of this question, which would have been eight hundred million dollars. Half a cup of your own liquefied. Oh my God. Yo, no more feces. flights from London to you. Your own liquefied feces, no more, $800 million. No dollars, half a you. cup. Doesn't that kill you? Wouldn't that kill you? Man, I don't Clearly know. not. It's a fetish. I, I, yeah, I guess that's oh true too. God. My answer is my answer is no, because there's no Okay. I there's no way. I have made you a shit shake because <laughs> I think my my head would go into immediate lockjaw once I, that smell. Oh no, no! Hold up! It doesn't matter who's it. it doesn't matter whose it is. That's what happened in, in in the movie to help when she made it a shit pie. Yeah. Mm. Okay, wait a minute. I got a question for you guys. For a billion dollars, no one billion dollars. Would you drink? The random juices of a woman. No. One billion? One billion. What billion you say? One a half billion. a cup of what? What type of juices? What do you Squirt? mean by and what do you mean by random? Meaning that like you, you don't know who's the person? No, no, oh, no. no. The, the person is healthy. She's okay, healthy. Do I do I have to keep it down? Yeah. There's no I don't think what I what when you say juices, you're talking about just vaginal secretions vaginal or squirt secretions. or what yeah, squirt, whatever you want to call it. Combination. <laughs> Same person, clean, you don't know who she is. I would throw up. Oh, I matter of fact, I'll throw this little caveat. No. I'll throw this caveat in. No, please don't. It could be your wife's. Oh. Okay. I'll drink I'll drink two cups. <laughs> no, or, no, no. 
No, no, no. I you don't seconds. know if it is. You don't oh. know if it is. It would be presented that this cup very well could be your wife, but not necessarily your wife's. And then after you get no. the reveal, and you find the- out it's the sloth from the Heathrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, Rick. Got your ass. Rick, it be the fucking homeless lady we saw at the Exxon station when we was in D.C. No. Y'all want to dance? Hey, baby. Y'all be going to my pussy man. juice you just drank. Yeah, I made you a billionaire. Bottoms no. up, nigga. I, I can only imagine that somebody's going to pay you a, a billion dollars to do that is going to pick some nasty. No, no, pussy. but she's going to be clean. She's going to be healthy. So, yeah, but that, out that doesn't mean she looks good. I mean, yeah, why does she have to look good? It's clean and healthy. No, sorry, sir. All right. Well, I'll hold on to my billion. then. All right. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> All right. Look, if you have some opinions about what you would or would not do in such scenarios, you can send us a message at 619-940-4040. Text yeah. us. Yeah. Text us when you would have dropped out. Yes. Would you, would it, would it have been, okay, I'm going to run down the list again real quick. Your own blood, your own urine, your own phlegm, your own semen, or your own liquefied poop. This in, in, in that order. And every, every time your, your money doubles and, and, and the, German, How much did you make? and the German listeners are disqualified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vati, no, Vati's no are allowed to participate. What is the problem? <laughs> I start with the shit and go back the other way. <laughs> you can shit in my mouth and then wash it down with the phlegm and the urine, pour the blood down my throat, and just come in my face. Oh, to all of the TSA in Munich, not Munich, uh, in Frankfurt, uh, please uh, disregard that part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Germans immediately disqualified from participating. <laughs> but yeah, leave us a message at 619-940-4040. For, wait, 619-940-4040. Sometimes I feel like I've said four zero seven or eight times. Yeah, exactly. I do the yeah. same thing. Let us know what you would have done in such a scenario. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know which one of the merch drops that we've done in the last few weeks was your favorite? Which one did you pick up? Um, send us an email. Go over to decoding40pod.com. Check out the new merch. Every Monday, Merch Monday, we're dropping new and merch drop. fresh. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know what's going to be. But last week, uh, Black Jesus saved me from my 20s drop. So if you haven't already copped that, go ahead and cop that to you. No doubt. No doubt. Shout out to Slink. He's waiting on his T-shirt right now. So uh, be like well, Black Jesus and get your the Black Jesus. magic of podcasting, he already yeah. has it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and go into their IG page and check out, yeah. right. check out all those links. Hey, if you want to see what we were up to in Lisbon, go over to our IG page. Follow us if you're not already following us. Yeah. Look at all the, uh, the photos, the reels, all the stuff that we put up, um, you know, sort of. Uh, memorializing our trip, which was epic, but we're going to have to do another one at the end of the year because that's when Vinny officially crosses crosses his signs into 50. (laughs) Right. To to add on to what Rick said, we we 
basically had a silent competition between the three of us, and we dropped some fucking dope ass reels, shields, uh, steel sharp and steel. Yeah, and we all really dropped some dope stuff. There is the uh, Abrigado song uh, that I that I created. It's top, it's fucking topping the charts right now, baby. Go yeah. get that shit. <laughs> I think it's number seven in Malaysia right it's now. It's seven in Malaysia right now. Okay, yeah. and 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 it's number five in Lisbon. It's playing on the air, airwaves over there. Nice. But we had a great trip. There's some dope picks. There's some there's some funny moments, of course, as always. If you haven't. We got the, uh, you know, listen to the Lisbon episodes. They're hilarious. And you guys will enjoy it for real, for real. Yeah. So um, check out check out Decoding 40 every Friday. This Friday, every Friday, new episodes. And any last words, fellas? Uh, cover your mouth, Europe. Mm. <laughs> the world, yes, not Europe. just Europe. Every Cough into yeah. your elbow, Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, cover your mouth. Cover your fucking uh, last words. Uh, oh, want to give congratulations to uh, cousin Yaya and his wife who just had a baby girl. Congratulations. Last week. So life is over. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> wishing you all the best and all the aggravation that welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold up. We might have a fourth person going with us in a trip. Uh, <laughs> cousin Yaya's husband might be yeah. trying to come with us no yaya is the husband oh, okay yeah well yaya will be trying to come with us yeah you will be thrown up on shortly yeah yeah pretty much yes. and be yeah. sure to be having already vomit bags yeah mm-hmm. absolutely well um thank you again for joining us for another episode of decoding 40 no doubt this peace. is decoding 40 peace obrigado Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, (laughs) goddammit.